We decided to um, speak to everybody out there. We are sure that, just like us, people are walking around with questions in their hearts because of the circumstances that we are all going through. Mm. Um, the world underestimated the potential impact when the COVID virus broke out in China. Everybody knew something was happening, but it was somewhere else. Mm. And um, I don't think there's a nation in the world that was not taken by surprise. Nobody was ready for this. And now everybody's asking the questions. Um, we are facing the consequences. And that's why we decided to just um, respond. And you could always send this message out to people that are mm -hmm. asking the questions. And we don't have all the answers. Uh, we are praying. We are seeking prophetic understanding. But we don't have the answers. But we know a few things about God. So what's the answers that we have um, been faced with, uh, the questions? Mm. So some of the questions that we have heard, that we have received, uh, is, is God angry? Is this God's doing? And why does God allow something like this? So we're going to endeavor to answer that best we can. So first of all, is God angry? Well, if we look at the world and the history of the world, at least from the time that Yahushua was raised, we know that wickedness on the earth has been increasing. Uh, even before then, wickedness would increase. Um, but we also understand that the wrath and judgment of God on the f in, the f in its final sense on the, the wickedness in the world, has been moved to the end of time. We do, however, see in the Bible that periodically there would be responses from God uh, to certain events, to certain behaviors that happens in the world. And so we are searching, we're not saying that this is one of those times, but we are not ruling out the possibility that it could be one of those times. Part of God's unfolding plan. Yes. So we are looking at the potential that, that what is happening right now could form part of God's greater plan, of the unfolding of God's greater plan. So is God angry? Well, if God were to really release his anger, anger I'm sure just a frown from his side would have devastating effects on all of us. Um, so as an isolated act of fury or wrath, mm. um, I don't believe that's the case. No. no. Don't believe that. Uh, we have to un also remember that we currently are in the dispensation of grace. Yes. Now, grace does not mean that God's, uh, God is never going to respond in a negative way to yes. the world and to humanity. Yes. But we are in the time of grace. Mm. We know that it is because of God's mercy mm. that He's giving us time. Yes. He's giving those that will be called by Him time to repent. Mm. It is His long-suffering that's keeping His wrath back. Mm. Mm. Um, so what you're saying is, maybe as we can consider it as part of the unfolding of the plan. Yes, yes. 
I think what we also just want to lift out is that the wickedness in the world has not increased overnight exponentially that would give God more reason now to be angry with the world than in other times. Um, so what we are considering is that what is happening now in the world is part of an unfolding of God's greater plan. Um, so that would cover, is God angry and is this God's doing? Now, why does so God... So you just oh, want sorry, to yes. very clearly in one or two sentences answer, is God angry, is this God's doing because he's angry? What's the answer? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, this would not be an isolated event of God's anger towards mankind. Uh, is this God's doing? We are not ruling out the possibility that this is part of God's unfolding plan or even wrath or judgment. Okay, then why does God allow this? So uh, we are searching prophetically in fasting and so forth. Uh, the reasons behind why this is allowed and why this is happening. Uh, what we are strongly feeling at this stage, though, is that what we are seeing now and the effects that is happening in the world is probably just a ripple effect that is still coming from the fall. So let me explain by example. If you have a little girl that decides she's going to put aside for herself a bit of strawberries. She's going to hide it under a pillow so that she can snack on them later. And then forgets they're there, and two weeks later, the strawberries are still there, but obviously they're not fresh. So they have started to decay, and some spores of the mildew or fungus have now you know, landed in her bed sheets. Now she gets sick. Now, the girl obviously didn't do anything wrong, intentionally evil, she just had some strawberries. Because of the effect that the fall had on creation, so God created everything to be perfect, to continue in his perfect way that he created it, in its, in its perfect state. Because of the fall, death came in, corruption came in, uh, decay came in. So now strawberries cannot remain fresh forever. So because of this, the girl gets sick. Now, this isn't, the sickness isn't because she was evil or did something wrong and as a um, punishment she now falls ill. It is just the way of things, the natural ripple effect of the effects of the fall. So, <clears throat> what we are possibly looking at now in this situation is that, yes, there is an illness that has caused a, an immense spike in the negative effects that it's having in the world globally, in the economics, in people's uh, financial situations, in their personal lives. But this is not necessarily, illness is not a stranger to humanity. Sickness has been in the world, but what we are looking at is a definite spike in the effects that it's having, and we see an uncommon response from humanity to this illness that we are facing now. And so we are looking at a pandemic, we are looking at a crisis, but it's more than likely just still a ripple effect from the beginning of time, from the fall. And this will happen in cycles yes, uh, all through history. Uh, we've got to rem remember that we are aware of history, but we start 
um, our life experience, our experience of the great unfolding of things in the world mm. from creation to the day that the Lord will return, we experience this in uh, short periods of 80 segments. to 100 mm. years uh, segment that we call one generation, one lifetime. And um, this is why we forget and we, there's no way for us to understand mm. The reality, the impact that previous events, yes. uh, previous pandemics mm. has had, what it looked like, uh, the world has changed. There, we are aware of the fact that there was things like the Black Plague. There were times when people's experience was that uh, the future was bleak people were dying, there were people lying uh, on the streets, sick people lined up, dead people uh, lined the streets. And we know that there was times in the history of the world where they used mass graves to try and expose of um, infected bodies. We know that for us this is devastating. But the question is, this God, this is part of a reoccurring reality yes. in a fallen world. Yes. Why does the strawberry that was once beautiful and succulent and sweet, why does the strawberry become something rotten? Because when man sinned, all of creation became afflicted by death mm. and the consequences of sin. And um, we're not saying that the question, if this is the beginning of the end of times, we're not saying that question is invalid. No, no. Not at all. Um, why does believers get sick? That's another question we face. Mm. Yeah, why isn't well, God protecting believers? The fact is we have covenant. And we are in the process of repentance, all of us. We are uh, in a process where we become aware. God, by His grace, makes us aware of areas in our lives, in our thinking, in our attitudes, uh, areas that need to be corrected. Mm. That's not according to His holiness. The Bible says that all have fallen short of God's holiness, His glory. Mm. Now... It's only by grace and mercy that we are blessed by God, mm. protected by God, and allowed by God to carry on with normal life. We don't even understand the urgency of repentance uh, most days of our lives. Yes. We've got no idea how urgent it is because God allows our lives to carry on. Yeah. Um, and the fact of the matter is that if we had to put any believer's life really uh, in, a, in the spotlight and we had to... Under a microscope. Um, under a microscope, then it's only by grace and mercy that we are not afflicted by the consequences <laughs> of sin. And so why, why do believers also get sick? It could be because of a very serious direct transgression. It could be because they have moved outside of truth 
There's believers that once moved in truth. There's some preachers and pastors that has moved outside of truth. And um, we're not saying this is God is punishing them Mm-mm. because, Mm-mm. but they make themselves vulnerable. Yes. It is um, very simply if you, if it's raining and you're not under the umbrella or under a roof, you're going to get wet. Mm. And um, the consequences of sin works like that. Um, that's why we have the armor of God in Ephesians, and part of the armor of God is truth, mm-hmm. righteousness, faith. Mm. Now, when we start, when we see someone or groups of people uh, uh, discard the pure truth of God's word, mm. that leads to unrighteousness in their walk, mm. in their speech, in their actions, in their convictions. Mm this automatically leads to a compromise in what faith is. Yes. So, the moment truth is not preserved in, in, in its integrity, mm. in its pure form, it has a, a, a chain reaction that affects what faith is in a person's life, what righteousness is. The very message of salvation has been compromised because of a compromise on truth. And so uh, we become vulnerable, and that's why believers can get sick. Mm. Um, believers that were not properly uh, discipled or did not implement the truth that they have been exposed to. So people that have heard the truth, understood the truth, but never Im- implemented mm. it or implemented it and then forsook truth, uh, truth again. And for, uh, the forsaking of truth can make us vulnerable. Yes. And so we have to be honest. We live by faith. We walk by faith. Mm-hmm. We trust in covenant. But we live, we live in a very vulnerable position. And that is why we trust in the grace of God, yes. the mercy of God. Yes. All we can do is seek in our hearts to repent in the areas that we can repent in, mm-hmm. where, where understanding is given. So I think this brings us to a, a better note. Uh, even in the midst of some chaos and the pandemic, and we know that there is fear and uncertainty in the world, we are, however, uh, very aware of some very positive signs, very positive things that are happening globally. So, uh, if we look in the world, what we are seeing is a very uh, real trend of people extending mercy to each other. For instance, Hmm. we see that landlords are giving um, grace periods for people to pay their rent. We're seeing that um, banks and different financial institutions are giving grace periods on uh, debt or loans or interest that people have to pay. And in general, we're just seeing a greater awareness of people uh, around us. So if you go to the shop, people are in general more aware of the other people that are there, not trying to you know, put them in any danger. And all of this is playing out in a very positive way. Um, what we mean by that is I'm going to read for us from Isaiah 58, verse 6 and 7. It says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? 
when you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. So what we're actually seeing, even though we understand that wickedness in the world has been increasing, right now, as we speak, in the midst of this pandemic, we are seeing that humanity has entered, unintentionally most likely, into a kind of a fast and a repentance. So humanity as a whole has actually stopped for a bit, and even if it's just for now, even if it's just temporary, Humanity has taken in a position of looking out for the neighbor, looking out for the other. Globally. Um, globally. So even if everyone is in lockdown, uh, humanity has taken the approach of trying to help the other, trying to be a benefit to the other as much as we can. Um, we're seeing even, even if it's just for now, but in our own country, we're seeing that homeless people are being rounded up, gathered together, taken to safe places where they have food and lodging and hygiene, medical, uh, medical health, all of that. So we really see that humanity as a whole is extending its hand one to another to, to actually help each other and lift each other up. And so obviously we understand that, that humanity as a whole is probably not doing this out of a seeking God attitude or trying mm. to please God attitude or even trying to entreat God attitude. Mm. And yet... And yet, mercy is being extended. Now, we said earlier that God, we know that from the Bible, there are certain events in the world that God responds to in certain ways. Yes. And so, even if the world is not um, taking this mercy attitude to, to entreat God or seek God, we do see that because of this mercy attitude that humanity is taking in, those believers that are seeking God, those, those believers that are actively fasting, actively praying, actively seeking God's mercy, because let's not kid each other, if God is going to help us through this, it will be purely out of his grace and mercy, not because we deserve it in any way. Um, but those of us who are actively searching God's help, God's mercy, God's grace to help us through this, because of the world's positive response, there is now the chance, the opportunity to partner with that actively and seek God's positive response towards humanity, towards the world, to help us through this pandemic. So what we're saying is, this global trend of humanity doing things differently, even if it's for a short period of time, even if it is, is giving us hope that it's enough, together with the prayers, the faith of believers, mm. that it's enough for the mighty right arm of God to come into uh, something that could be a very normal occurrence on earth, yes. just a ripple effect of the fall. But it could be. And um, this is our expectation, that we are going to see uh, our almighty and good God mm. come and break through. Mm. Even the dark clouds of our time. And we have faith for this pandemic to stop in its tracks. Yes. It's going to end at some stage. Yes. And it's going to end abruptly. Something is going to happen. God is going to come through with mercy. So this is why we have hope. Because humanity is actually fulfilling even if it's out of selfish motivation, yes. fulfilling what God says will move his heart and get a 
positive response from him. Mm. So keep on praying, keep on hoping, and we know our God is good.